Hi, welcome. This is Mary Thompson here with my brother, Jerry Thompson, and we are higher what now? So hi, Jerry. Good to see you. Hi, Mary. It's good to get uh, back together again. Great. I'm excited today because we're going to talk about kapha mental emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. But what did we talk about last time? What do you remember about the kapha? Uh, well, we talked about the, I'm sorry, we talked about the physical characteristics of kapha, that generally they had thicker hair, sort of uh, um, uh, thicker bones or just heavier, uh, um, and just sort of they move a little bit slower pace. Uh, they uh, uh, had a tendency to have um, rounder features and, and sort of softer, and they just move a little bit slower, take it a little bit easier. Um, they often are um, feeling uh, more, they, 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 they want to avoid heat. They, they like to be in, in colder climates. Uh, this sort of, um, yeah, yeah, this easy going. <laughs> What's the thing? You know, it's the real truth. The Hoffa Nature people I know, they are so laid back and there's so much about relationships that they want to be, um, and a relationship, I don't just mean loving relationships, but it's like they're about, they, they might go to the same place all the time because of the relationship. We have a friend who's very, very classic. And Michael was on a trip with him one time and they went for a cup of coffee and they, Michael's raving about the best cup of coffee he'd ever had. Mm -hmm. And he tells his friend, you know, you should buy some of this coffee. You know, they sell it by the pound and we could, you can make this at home. And his friend said, no, that's okay. I go to Peterson's Corner, this restaurant every morning for my coffee. And Michael said, do they make a good cup of coffee? And he said, no, no, it's not very good. And then he went on to say it was just part of his routine you know it's what he does mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. like this nature of coffee is if stuff doesn't bother them you know the fact that it's not a good cup of coffee is less important than the fact that he knows the staff he knows the names of their kids he knows what birthdays what events are coming up and that's mm -hmm. what i mean when i say that coffee is all about relationship mm, yeah the, the external stuff doesn't matter so much as the heart-to-heart -heart connection. So they just sort of like to have the same routine, same mm -hmm. path, same uh, predictable areas and, and predictable relationships. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember that show, Cheers? Yes. Norm, Norm would walk into the bar and everybody yells, Norm! Norm. <laughs> and it's like, he's, he's like the epitome of Kasa. Yeah. He's, got, he's yeah. big boned. He's a big man. But he mm -hmm. also, it's about, he goes there every night. Well, so does Cliff and so do all the other yeah. characters. But, yeah, but... <laughs> you know, he's going there. It's about the relationships he has there, about the friendships he has there. Right. They take, they're predominant. And that's really, a, a really I think, a hallmark of Cappadocia mm -hmm. is they show up mm -hmm. and they are dependable. They're reliable. And when I think of Cappadocia mentally, poor Kaffa nature kids, they get a bad rap for being slow, mm. you know, because it takes them a while to really get the thing that the teacher is talking about, because what I think they are is not so much slow as they're deep. Mm -hmm. So they want to really know this thing that they're talking about before they go on to some new information. Okay. And I think of, you know, I must have been nine years old when Sesame Street came out. Mm. And I'm watching it thinking it's so fast. <laughs> you know, these, and it's faster now than it was when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's designed for the vatas and the pittas of the world who process information at light speed. Right. And the right. nature likes to mull things over. They want to think about it. They want to consider it mm -hmm. before they actually invest in it. Yeah. And so that okay. can be where they get that bad rap is just kind <laughs> of, they don't want to go to the threes multiplication until they've mastered the twos. And so... <laughs> They looked at being slower, whereas because it's the world kind of was designed by vatas and pittas for vatas and pittas. Yeah. Okay. And the cough has just moved through. I think it is. It's a little bit at a slower pace, a more comfortable pace. Fortunately, they uh, they adapt well. <laughs> yes, and I think too mentally is that then once they've learned something, they know it. They're like the world experts on it because mm -hmm. they went deep with the subject instead of broad. Mm -hmm. okay. And so you can kind of go to them mentally. It's they'll say, oh, the mind's like a steel trap. It's going to hold on to something mm -hmm. in a way that um, maybe vatas and pittas don't. We have to mm -hmm. go back and look things up and relearn things. Mm -hmm. Whereas the kasa is, is very comfortable having learned it. So I think their mental strength is this methodical and thorough and deep approach to learning and to the way their minds work. Well, I certainly see that in, in my wife, Anne, that um, I can always see her as a resource when I'm trying to remember something from my uh, uh, nursing career that uh, <laughs> I, I, I knew really well uh, 20 years ago, and uh, she still has it uh, down pat, so I have a medical question. And right. I, think it, I think it again goes to the relationship because they'll remember it in relationship to like where they were when they learned it or what was happening in their lives at the time they learned that. So they categorize things in their minds a little bit differently than the vatas and pittas do, but it helps them because they can retain it and mm -hmm. they can go back and they can get at it. And the challenge could be the rest of the world moving at a faster pace mm -hmm. than, than they're able to keep up with. Right. Um, sometimes they can get stoned, you know, and stubborn about what the what's going on. There's a, a stuckness that can happen mentally. When I think of Pafadosha people and them approaching a project or something, there they can be almost like that idea of a turtle crossing the road, and if you go and you pick it up and you move it across the road, it kind of turns around and walks back. It's like, it's like if they hit an obstacle, if they hit a fence, uh, mm -hmm. someone's going to stop them. They're not sure how to go around. So I guess one of their mental challenges is, is like they don't have out-of-the-box thinking. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to interpret things based on past information. And so if, if it's not something they've dealt with before, they might have a harder time kind mm -hmm. of resolving a problem. Vatas are creative thinkers and sometimes it can be too fantastical to actually be reasonable. You know, it's like, what if we could fly there instead of taking the horse? You know, it's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, and pittas are problem solvers. They put things together in new and different ways masterfully. Whereas Kafa likes to go with tried and true mm -hmm. approaches. They don't, don't necessarily like to jump in and do something different. And so that can be 
Yeah, is it a mental challenge? I think it's a mental challenge just because the world was built by vatas and pittas that like throwing <laughs> challenges around. <laughs> and emotionally, like their emotional strengths, everybody should have kapha friends. Kapha mm -hmm. friends are supportive. They show up. They listen. Mm -hmm. I will often say, like, if you've got a problem and you go to a vata dosha person, they're going to tell you a time they had the same problem. Yeah. And you may not feel heard. You may not feel understood, but they think they're relating to you in a way that's really beneficial. Mm -hmm. And you go to your pitta friend and you say, this is my problem. And the pitta friend is likely to tell you what you need to do to fix your problem. Maybe mm -hmm. with one finger out, I know what you need to do. <laughs> and why everybody should have a cough of friend is you go to the cough of friend and they say, well, that just sounds really hard. Do you need any help? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they don't tell you how to fix it. They don't tell you some story, but they show up. And they, you know, them. yeah. When I was uh, teaching uh, mental health nursing, that was what I was trying to encourage people to be was to be coppers to when somebody has a crisis or an issue, uh, or if they're feeling suicidal, let them talk. Let them, you know, listen, acknowledge how the, that you're hearing their pain and that you can see that how much it's affecting them. That was kind of the biggest challenge. If they, if they could, uh, I guess, become or at least uh, uh, emulate the uh, kapha feeling is what I was looking for in uh, mental health nursing students. Well, this, is not, this is really a nice thing that if I understand the doshas, then I can put that on like a, like a coat. So it's like, yeah. oh, I need to be a kapha in this situation. I'm going to slow down, listen, nod, and smile. Uh -huh. Even if my vata nature would kind of be saying, I really want to tell them about the time that I did this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but I can say, okay, I can be that. And once I understand them, I can have so much more compassion. Mm -hmm. I think in nursing, yeah, nurses, this sounds kind of horrible. They should all be kaphas. Wouldn't because that be that's, that's the nature of the job mm -hmm. is to show up, uh, to take care of somebody, to be supportive, to listen. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there's a lot of other medical aspects to it. But mm -hmm. I think the client relationship, the patient-nurse relationship is so important. Correct. And I think I had mostly pitta nurses. Get up, <laughs> roll over. That doesn't hurt. A lot of the teachers are like that too. <laughs> in the in the med surge area. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting to think because like when you're in that really vulnerable part of coming out of surgery or you're in the hospital for something or you're older and you're just vulnerable, is who do you want to have taking care of you? You want kind of that earth mother that's mm -hmm. that's gonna nurture you in a way. And right. this is this is like the the heart of Papa is they're so nurturing mm -hmm. that they they like nurturing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, because these these people typically are really stable. They're predictable. They're not going to surprise us and shock us with mm -hmm. something new. They tend to be very methodical in their approach to life. Mm -hmm. And that same friend who is so tough, I, I bring him up a lot because he just is such a great example of tough nature. But he likes to go to the same restaurant at the same time on Saturdays. So mm. much so that the staff would start to prepare his food choices because he always ordered the same thing. 
Yeah. And they they really loved it when he would come in and they'd be able to put his food right in front of him within moments of him sitting down yeah. because <laughs> they, they, they knew. And he loved that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whereas I would have thought, well, I don't really like that. Now I, I'm too predictable. <laughs> For Kafadosha, that's that's about the relationship. He had, he knew, he got to know his wait staff and the folks would come out and talk to him and and pretty soon he's got to go there because they're depending on him to show up. Because now what if they've made his food and he doesn't show up? Then he's wasted the food. So now he's <laughs> you know, locks himself in. Mm. And I think the Tafa nature people are kind of our memory holders. Like you had said with Anne that she'll be the one who remembers things. But also like family lineage, mm-hmm. memory holders of this was our tradition, and this is the way that that the family operates. Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. tend to be that foundational support in yeah. family relationships. Okay, so they're the ones, and of course that, that goes with the listening and acknowledging. You're know? mm-hmm. hearing challenges. And this stuff matters to them. Like if they're planning a vacation, the cloud nature person is more likely to want to go back to someplace they've been before where they had a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My husband doesn't strike most people as being very tough, but he loves to go to places he's been and to show them to people and to point out things that happened in these places and try to recreate mm-hmm. these kind of situations. And I'm much more, I've never, I don't want to go back places I've been. I want to go someplace new and see something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, but the kafa has got that attachment to mm-hmm. things that they've, experienced in the past they want to go back and they have favorite movies they have favorite books that they mm-hmm. will revisit time and time again yeah yeah and they might have okay. like um i'm going to books like if they have a favorite author they're likely to stick with that author through everything they've written because they like having that deep relationship mm-hmm. yeah that's something that Anne does too she has uh, specific authors that she'll uh, follow through on and has uh, mm-hmm. a, a really uh, a standard routine day to day and week to week. And so it's just, it's interesting to see when we don't think about it, the dosha tends to drive our decision making. It tends mm-hmm. to, it's, it's, we might look at it and say, but that's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. And Ayurveda says, yes, because you have this degree of this dosha. Right. It's going to show up in those certain ways. Mm-hmm. And then our challenge is to find ways to become not a list like our primary dosha because it's it's always going to be there, but to find ways that we let it soften a bit. So we're not bound by, I have to show up at this restaurant at 930 on Saturdays because that's what I always do. Mm-hmm. But to say, oh, I have choices in this and this is what I prefer to do. But if I shift it's going to be okay, whereas Tafa has a harder time with those shifts. And they may have the only reason that they do something be because that's what they've always done. Mm-hmm. You know, they might get caught up in that, and then it doesn't feel like life is as fulfilling. Mm-hmm. When I think of other kind of Tafa challenges, this was a friend of a different brother. Jerry and I have several brothers. So if we say <laughs> our brother, it's, it's, it right. could be one of many people. But one of our brothers had a friend whose wife was leaving him. And this guy was really, um, and he said, you know, he's, he was just distraught. He calls up our brother and he's talking about how he had no idea 
that she'd been so unhappy. Mm. And, you know, he says, really? He goes, well, she says that, you know, I said, can't we work on this? And she said that she brought it up five years ago. She asked to go to counseling four years ago. She said, we really need to get counseling. Three years ago, she said, yeah. we should really get some counseling. He goes, I'll get counseling. And, and she said, it's five years too late. Yeah. And yeah. this is the problem with cockpit. It's kind of like that, that, what's that adage? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Is Kafa has a tolerance that the other doshas don't necessarily have, that things have to really be falling down around them before they think there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas this person didn't think that he had a problem in his relationship until she was packing her bags. Mm-hmm. Whereas in her world, she felt she had informed him many times that they had some pretty serious problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he couldn't hear it because the Kafa was going, I. This is that, had that is, she been? I, I, I suspect had she been more uh, uh, pitta, she would have gotten him in the car, drove him to the therapist, and sat him down. But she was too uh, uh, vata. To uh, had a little bit too much vata. Yeah. You know? So yeah, because it's like we have we learn how to deal with our partners, and I think we pittas and papas tend to generate towards gravitate towards each other. Because mm-hmm. they, um, the kapha often feels stuck and doesn't isn't really sure what direction they want to go or what they want to do, mm-hmm. and the uh, pitta comes up and says, "You go that way." Mm-hmm. And I think in my first marriage, my husband was more kapha, and I was more vata. And I always would describe it. I said it's like a helium balloon tied to a rock, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And nothing was going to move him off the patterns and routines that he had. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling, oh, I've got to be free. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think if I had worked more on balancing my kapha, my vata, mm-hmm. and he had worked more on being less kapha, we might have had a different outcome. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know anything about Ayurveda then. I just thought he was stuck, stuck in the mud. <laughs> well, there I, <laughs> so there's that idea with kapha, it becomes really attached to the way things have been and may not see when things are unsatisfying, when they're mm-hmm. not. When they're, when they're breaking mm-hmm. and Kafa can tolerate a lot until they don't and mm-hmm. then they and so I have another friend that's very strongly strongly Kafa and I will ask him I asked him one time about what kind of things made him angry and he said well you know if you're I don't get angry very often and you can't really hurt my feelings you can say anything you want to me but if you insult my kids he goes, then mm-hmm. you're going to get full force. He goes, I am Papa Bear and it's you're, you're going to be in trouble. He goes, but I got to tell you, you only get one chance to make me mad. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and if you make me mad, I will never see you again. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I could think about times in his life when he had done that. And this is very Kafa too, that they'll remember. Like if you bring up the name of one of these people that's made him angry, 20 years later, it's like, oh, that guy. this is what he did this is how betrayed i felt this is what happened and it's like that attachment to history whereas vatas go i i don't really remember you know it's i don't can't really tag on to those things often will hold on to the thing and they've got that um this can hold them from growing forward you know Mm -hmm. they can be so attached to the way things were or what had happened that they can't let new light in and that can be an emotional challenge that they, I always think that I, I think about the bookshelf. I think of the Vata Pitta Kapha bookshelf 
And the Kappa bookshelf is filled with beloved books, you know, mm-hmm. by authors that they love. They might have hardbound copies of books mm-hmm. and there's um, a reverence that they have mm-hmm. for these. And then if you were to say, you know, hey, could I borrow that book? They're more likely to go out and buy you the book <laughs> you can have it than to loan you their book that they love. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they love you, know, you to share it. I, I, I keep saying Kappa and Anne because we've got mm-hmm. boxes of books that have been in boxes for over 20 years. They're out in the, they were in Anne's uh, uh, storage area. Now they're in our, our garage. And uh, I said, oh, you know, what have you got these books for? And she goes, uh, just, just leave them. <laughs> she yeah. wants to keep them. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. they're probably getting mildewy out in the garage, but eh, well, okay. And uh, I'm glad she finally got a Kindle so that when she gets newer books. <laughs> the ah, parents, they can go on the Kindle. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our garage would be pretty much, there'd be no room for our car because she's quite a reader. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and too, there's, it could be anything. It's, I, I have a friend who's very classic and she'll have things like the hand plate from kindergarten. There's oh a my yellow God. Yeah, plaster yeah. hand plate with her name in the corner. And she's got it on the wall. And it's just like, wow, <laughs> I'd have dropped that a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, yeah. I would have dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> in pieces. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I, I just think there's a sentimentality that mm-hmm. they have, which is really sweet and endearing. But it can also kind of weigh them down. Mm-hmm. Is now I've got to carry, I've got to lug these boxes. And mm-hmm. it could be metaphorical boxes, you know, because I might have things that I'm holding on to they breathe very, mm-hmm. very deeply and strongly and they hold on to things longer mm-hmm. as they move forward because they attach. It's about the relationship. I will usually tell a little story about being in somebody's house and, you know, you say, it's a lovely table. Oh, that table. My aunt had that table in her cabin. And every summer we would go to the cabin yeah. and we would sit around this table and my aunt would, I, she taught me math or whatever the thing was. And the table is just kind of the symbol of sure. those idyllic summers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I can't let go of the table. Even if the table's falling apart, I can't let go of it because I'm somehow letting go of the memory of these this childhood yeah. delight. We, we have a uh, rocking chair upstairs that Anne sat in as a toddler. <laughs> it's just a little tiny rocking chair. <laughs> And, and, and uh, yeah, if you're over uh, 25 pounds, you won't fit. And uh, and she doesn't want to let go of it because it, it, she still can remember sitting in that rocker, even though it was maybe she was maybe three or four years old. And uh, yeah, you know, and we may all have things like this, mm-hmm. but Papa tends to have more of them. Yeah, I mean, because I think I have a and some it's up in the shed. I I have a rocking horse that was made out of wood and um. Mm-hmm. I always thought I was going to turn it into a shell, but hmm. it's never turned into a shell. <laughs> it sounds cute. <laughs> well, I think we all have things we hold on to, but coffins tend to have a number of them and they have this attachment to them that sometimes they can't even say why, like with the books. Nah, let's just hold on to this. Hmm. You know, I might not be able to yeah. articulate why it is I need to have these possessions. Mm-hmm. And I often think like both vatas and coffins could fill a house with stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if the house burns down, the kafa is going to grieve the loss of all the things in the house while the vata is on the phone with the insurance company going, so when will I be getting this check? 
<laughs> so I got to go out and buy this stuff again. But yeah. for Coffee, you can't replace that stuff. That was the chair I sat in as a toddler. Right. And so you go, you can go out and say, let's just buy a chair that's identical to it. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it won't be the same. Even if I couldn't tell the difference in looking at it, it won't be the same because it's not the chair I sat in. And so there's there's the relationship, relationship with people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. And I think one of their emotional challenges is I mentioned grief, but also like a sadness that the world mm-hmm. is not the same as it had been. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, because Papa type attaches to the past, there is sadness in that the past isn't mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So they tend to feel sad when things change. They feel sad when people move away and sad, you know, there's that bittersweet quality of as a child gets older. Yeah. And uh, there's one person I know that has pictures around the house of the kid when he was under 10. The kid's now in his 30s, but there's no picture between 10 and today's date. Yeah. And yeah. I, I asked her about that. And she said, well, then he became a teenager, you know, yeah. and this is... <laughs> was done you know but she said but this is when this is the boy this is the one that really held my heart and Uh i thought the kafa has those the things they hold on to and it's hard to let go of the ideal right right what's happening now and uh, what with kafa and projects Mm -hmm. they tend to be very methodical they're going to go through it i had a i knew another kafa woman that she was redoing a dresser and I'd asked, you know, talked to her like two or three months down the road. And she was like, I said, how's the dresser coming along? And she said, well, I've got it all taken apart now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went, taken apart? She said, oh, she she likes to take the things down to every screw comes out. She cleans oh my God. screw and then she refinishes <laughs> each piece. And, but what yeah. the thing is, when it's done, it's meticulous. It's beautiful. Everything has been done. Nice. <laughs> And so we'd be more likely as vatas and pittas to to just, you know, slap it, you know, strip off the yeah, old finish, sure. put a new finish on, paint good it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good enough. And so, but is about relationship. Mm-hmm. It's their decision making. When mm-hmm. they're going to make a decision, they're going to be with this thing forever. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to, how am I going to invest my money in a way that's going to last? Mm-hmm. So they'll tend to buy high quality things. And they, they buy them with the intention that it's going to be the way it is from now on. Mm-hmm. And to have that. So their decisions get made. Um, a lot of times if they can't decide, they'll talk to a family member or a friend rather than going to an expert in the field. They would just want to check in with people who know them mm-hmm. about what decisions were. Yeah. Whereas the nature is more likely to want to talk to an expert in the field. They don't, you know, you being their family member or friend doesn't make you an expert. <laughs> okay do that um and i think i mentioned like kafa with friendships there's so much about the relationship and they tend to have friends from all the different stages of their life they'll have childhood friends and friends they met in high school friends they met in college and they stay in touch with them they do things okay so i think the things i would sum up about kafa mentally and emotionally is kafa is stable and typically secure in their own identity. Okay. They are deep thinkers and they have great memories. Deep thinkers, good memories. Mm-hmm. 
they are the supporters of the world as far as they want to help other people. And mm -hmm. so they will, they'll show up mm -hmm. and they will listen. Yeah. And I think for, for Vatas and Pittas, that they love to have Papa friends because they can depend on them. Whereas the Vatas may not show up. Mm -hmm. uh, not because they don't want to, just because they forgot. Yeah, they got the something else came. <laughs> right. And then challenging kind of ideas is Papa can become too attached to the past. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, they might use the past too much to determine the future and they dislike change if change is happening too quickly or it's change they don't want mm -hmm. they can be very resistant to it mm -hmm. um, they might stay in things that don't serve them anymore stay in relationships or jobs or living situations that aren't really great for them because they can tolerate a lot before they actually think something needs to change and when they get sad they can become really 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 sad hmm. oftentimes people say depression is like a kapha thing but i do look at everybody gets depressed or it's like vatas can get depressed because of anxiety and overwhelm hmm. they usually get depressed situationally when something's happening that they're not in control of but kaphas kind of do have an existential type of depression because they grieve so deeply so if if they're coming up on anniversaries of the loss of someone or mm -hmm. um if they're doing something that reminds them of someone that they've lost they can go into little mini griefs and depressions mm -hmm. frequently you know just because that's a part of their nature is to hang on and they don't really distract themselves in the way the other doshic types do okay. Um, do you have any questions there about Kafa? Anything? Because I think you've got you've got Anne who's got some Pitta and some Kafa, and yeah. so you get to well, see both sides of it. I, I am getting the idea that everything's a blend. Uh, uh, you have bits and pieces of uh, different things. And there's a tendency, so I, I would say this uh, being a little uh, reflective of both Anne and myself that she is more Kafa, where I'm more Vata. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, because I'm often busy running around, I've got a little bit of pita too, but I don't, uh, I'm fine with her being kapha. <laughs> so I don't, where if I was more pitta, I'd be probably trying to get her, come on, we got to go on a bike ride. Here, I got a bike for you. Let's go. Mm -hmm. it, it's fine with her to stay home while I'm out being uh, active and uh, doing mm -hmm. things. So I, I see that. And, and it seems like it, uh, in my life, it's a good balance for the two of us. Mm -hmm best relationships happen when we can see the person's strengths and we accept those their strengths and their challenges and we accept those and don't let it alter how we're living our lives necessarily like you're going to still go out and be active and you can honor what she's doing at the same time and so you, there's a respect mm -hmm. that you have for each other with that yeah yeah i'd say that's a pretty much yeah okay, okay good well thank you so i think we've We've talked now. Next week, we talk about um, like how to balance Kapha If we feel like we're becoming too stuck, too stagnant, what we can do to bring some balance to Kapha physically and mentally. Okay. And that's it. So okay. Thank you everybody deal. for listening. This mm -hmm. is Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson wishing you good night. Bye now. I always love the bye now at the end. <laughs> 